Welcome to the Social University Podcast. We are so glad you're joining us today because we want to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and people just like you who want to build their business online. Listen, if we can do it, you can do it. So let's go. Good morning. I'm Karen Taradis with Social U. We come to you live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. to talk about social media tips, tricks, and trends. This month, we have an interesting schedule lined up for you. We're going to talk about blogging, podcasting, targeting your ideal client, and hashtags, all scheduled for this month. But today, we are going to talk about blogging. Yes, blogging is still a thing. I never cease to be amazed when I am out and about and talk to people about their blog, and I get that look where people are just, am I supposed to be doing that? Absolutely. So let's start with the why. Why should you be blogging in 2023? Well, first and foremost, it's been around for 30 years. Uh, Blogs turned 30 this year. They've been here since 1993, which kind of blew my mind. 77% of internet users read blogs. Internet users leave around 77 million comments per month on blogs. 54% of Fortune 500 companies, about half, have a blog. Blogs are the second most common form of media used in content marketing. Blogs with visuals get 94% more views than those without. I can tell you from personal experience, if it doesn't have an image, we don't use it. Articles with headers, H1, H2, H3, they have a higher performance. And blogging can help your website get 55% more customers. That is why you need to be blogging. But I'm going to give you some very specific reasons, especially if you're a small business or an entrepreneur, that blogging can benefit you and help you. Ten reasons, as a matter of fact. Um, Okay, let's get into it. Reason number one, it brings traffic to your website. We, as a social media company, we have accounts on multiple different platforms. And I never cease to be amazed. Every single month, without fail, we have a Pinterest account. We have several thousand followers. And even if the views are lower than they were at the same time, you know, pre-TikTok, we still consistently get click-throughs weekly to our blog every single week. And that's, I I mean, it's staggering to me. Our, our personal blog, our pins from the website are always seven, always at least seven out of 10 of the top 10 click through top 10 pins that we do for the week or for the month. We're getting thousands of people going back to the website because we're pinning it on Pinterest. Very simple. And if you have more than one image, you can pin it more than one time. You're that much more likely to get click throughs and get information, get eyeballs back to your website. It's a great way to, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm getting excited. But yes, it is a great way to get bring traffic to your website. You can use it everywhere for that very reason. Blogs can help you generate leads and conversions. A lot of time it's, um, in order to generate that lead, in order to get that conversion, you have to educate and explain. And that's actually on my list too. But that helps people understand why they need your services. And that's what leads to conversions. But you got to get them to the website first. On no planet is it okay to say periodically on social media, hey, here's a link to my homepage of my website. It's pretty. Go look at it again. You have to have dynamic content for people to want to be interested enough to go look at it repeatedly. Uh, have to. Um, Number three, it's great content for social media. Again, 
however many images you have embedded in your blog, you can pin all of those separately. You can post that same article on the same day to every single platform and use a different image and it looks like different content. If you change the caption or you tweak your title just a little bit, it looks brand new. And if you have something that's an evergreen piece of content that never changes, and there are certain benefits that you can list or certain things that you can have in a blog that's never going to change. For example, if you're a realtor, if you're in real estate, most staging tips are going to be pretty similar consistently. Information that you need to bring to closing, information that you need to get pre-approved, that information is pretty consistent. And those evergreen blogs can get you a ton of traffic. That content blog has the longest shelf life of any social media. Facebook, the shelf life is an hour. You can have up to two and a half years on a blog post. So think about, think, I mean, think about that. You have, um, it, and it ranges. Uh, Facebook's like an hour. Instagram's like an hour and a half. Um, the longest one that's not Facebook, TikTok is YouTube. And it has a couple of months but blogs are up to two years. Just bear that in mind when you're generating your content. Number four, it really positions you as the expert. It gives you your own personal soapbox to talk from so that people understand why you're the expert in your industry. We we use blogs. We've had a lot of success with our blog. I, 50 is the magic number. That's when people really, really start seeing you and you start pulling up on searches. And again, I'm getting excited and getting ahead of myself. Um, because that's that's almost the next one. It does position you as the expert because it gives you the opportunity to talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, number five, it builds brand recognition. Again, if you go look at our blog, every single image is branded, which is interesting to me. We um, one of our one of my team members found our blog is being reposted consistently by another social media company weekly. They post everything we publish, and we get credit for it, of course, but it's impossible to hide the credit because all of our images are branded and they use our images as well. So you can see social you on every single post that they have, which I thought was super interesting. Um, number six, it helps you to engage and educate your audience. If you offer a service and people don't understand it, or you have the same question over and over, write a blog about it. If people are constantly asking you, do you offer SEO? That is a very loaded question. When we get that question, I can't I can't answer it yes or no because it depends on what you're asking me. Are you asking me about organic? Are you asking me about Google ads? Are you asking me about pay-per-click? Are you asking me about SEO specifically on YouTube or LinkedIn? It's it's relative. You can educate people in a blog, which we do. We talk about different um, SEO is very different from platform to platform and organic is different from paid. And we discuss that so that it's easier to answer that question, especially if you get the same question online over and over. And that that's very common for a Facebook page or an Instagram page to get the same question because you get new users and new eyeballs and they want to, they're not going to go back for four weeks and look at different posts. They want to have the answer to the question right now. And if you have an answer ready-made in a blog, you can say, absolutely, all the information you're looking for is right here. And you post that link, it sends traffic to your blog, and it answers their question in a very robust way instead of you having to try to explain it in, you know, 240 characters. Okie doke. Let's see. Number seven, 
It gives you a chance to share your own news or make announcements. We recently launched an Etsy store. There will be a blog post about that coming out soon so that people can see what we're doing. And would you know if we didn't tell you? Probably not. So if a company has a new location or if a company has a new product, you have to tell it. And one of the best ways to tell it is to share it on a blog. Have you ever been to a website and there's a news tab at the top and you go to it and the last piece of news is from you know 2013? It does not look good for the company who whose page that is. So a blog gives you an opportunity to integrate your news and your features and your articles with news that you also generate internally so that it's constant and it's changing, which Google loves change. So it allows you to, um, again, it allows you to have your own news. New hire, great piece of news. Anniversary, great way to great way to address it. We turn this company turns 15 this year. Will there be a blog post about it? You bet there will be. Okay, next, number eight. We're already on number eight. Wow, we're just trucking right along. It is great for SEO. I I, I can't I cannot express this enough. Search engine optimization, SEO, if that's something you're unfamiliar with. It's basically how you come up when people look for information about your company or your brand or your services that you offer. So if someone wants to buy a house and they go and search in Google about, uh, I need a realtor in Trustville, however your position determines the rank on how you pull up on Google. Most people, and when I say most people, we're talking close to 80% will never go to page two. So if you don't show up on the first page of Google, you do not exist. Most business owners do not have a ton of time to constantly, constantly edit their website. A blog is a great way to do that to increase your search engine optimization. Google likes change. And when you consistently post new information the same day every week, you are teaching Google, those spiders, those search, the search engine to come and look for your new content every single week. 50 is the magic number. Once you hit 50, you'll really start to appear in those organic searches. Seriously. Okay. We are cutting edge and doing amazing things. Last post was from 2015. (laughs) Yeah, she's absolutely 100% correct. (laughs) Nobody, nobody wants to say we're, we're leading we're cutting edge. We're leading the industry. And then you go look and their last post was 2015. That's that's ridiculous. But it's a, it's a great for your search engine. And also when you refer back to your own blog. So if I'm typing, if I'm typing, if I'm writing a blog and I'm talking about one of the, if, if I'm writing a blog about this and I want to talk about you have to have a graphic because it gets more eyes to the blog. It's more shareable. I might also include a link to a list of copyright free images that we've blogged about in the past. You can link back to yourself. But that's a, it's very easy to do that. And it's helpful. You're helping yourself in a big way. So it it's a great way to organically outrank your competition because I can list on one hand how many companies we work with that actually blog consistently. And it's, it's tremendous. It's tremendous for their search engine. Um, Number nine, it allows you opportunities for collaboration. You don't always have to write your blog yourself. You can have a guest writer. You can um, have a guest feature if you are maybe not having a theme or a content idea or you need inspiration, you can go look at some of the other people in your industry. And if they have an awesome blog post with their permission, you can share that information. Why not? 
And number 10, blogs can be monetized. For those of you guys who do not know, there are multiple ways to monetize blogs. Affiliate marketing is one. That's where you talk about a product. Like if I was going to talk about how to go live or how to use video, I might include links to our tripod, to our laptop stand, to our letter board so that you can click through and purchase those products where we make money. Paid ads. If you have a blog that gets thousands of views, you can have a paid advertisement, a sponsor, where they run an ad on the bottom of the page or the side of the page. And every time somebody clicks on that, you get paid. It's, it's a version of affiliate marketing kind of, but paid ads. Um, sponsored posts. If I wanted to work with Hootsuite and I talk about Hootsuite all the time, they can come to me and pay me to write a blog post specifically about how awesome it is to use Hootsuite as a tool. and that's one way to get paid also. Another way is if you have an online course or any kind of products that you sell, you feature them in your blog post and then link back to them so people can find them easily. So there are several different ways to get paid. If you are a blogger and you want to monetize what you're doing, there are ways to do it. Um, how long should a blog be? And we we do, I will, I will end with this question. We do get that question very frequently. How long should it be? Um, the ideal length of a blog post can be anywhere from 500 to 5,000 words. That is a huge, that's a quick answer, but you can already tell that's such a big window. That's a massive range. And so it really deserves a kind of a deeper look. Um, blog posts uh, that explore, the more technical the information, the longer the blog post should be. But if you want to take a deeper look, there is a very informative chart. Um, it was published by SEMrush. We will include a link to that in our blog post for this specific uh, live that we're doing. So you can go and take a look at it. And it talks about which, it, again, length is based on topic and industry. If you are a wedding vendor and you have a blog that's 2,000 words long, depending on the topic, People may not read all that. Conversely, if you are an IT professional and you're talking about um, cybersecurity, it really does need to be at least 1,500 words long. It just depends on the industry. It depends on the topic. So, I, I mean, I hate to I hate to answer that question in such a vague way, but absolutely, <clears throat> it varies. So, just to be just to make sure that you guys have additional information and you can kind of gauge that for yourselves, I will include a link to. The SEM, of course, it's a blog post that has that chart in it so that you can take a look at it yourselves. That is it for me today. We will be back again next week when we talk about why you should be podcasting and how to get started. There are several really amazing tools that streamline and simplify the process. I will not pretend like it's not difficult. It is very difficult. <laughs> When you very first do it, it gets easier, just like everything else. Our first videos were just a tragedy, just terrible. And now they're still kind of tragic, but they're funnier. So you do get better. You do improve with time. Madison's sitting behind me laughing because she knows that's true. <laughs> Sorry. So, yes, we're going to talk about podcasting, the benefits, the statistics that go behind it, and then how to get started. And I'm going to talk about equipment and um, some apps that you can use to make it easier for yourself to, to get started. That's it for me today. 
if you guys need anything, if I can help you with anything, please, please, there's uh, information. We have a cool free download. We have a content calendar on our homepage on the website. If that's something you're interested in, if you want to check out our Etsy shop, it's going to be in this blog post. So you could click through and take a look at it. We have um, some fun stuff in there, but if you have questions or if there's any information you need, don't hesitate to leave us a comment or send us a direct message because um, I'm Karen Taratis and I'm here to help. Thanks guys. Thanks for joining us for the Social University Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media at Stay Social U. That's the letter U. And we will talk to you next week. Remember, you've got this.